If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You know, you're such a fucking lady, right? Hey, ladies. You are now tuned in to She Knows Podcast, hosted by Miss Brownstone. If you are new, hit that subscribe button. Welcome to the family. And if you are old, welcome back, bitch. You have to get into some juice. It's our bitch. Ow. Good Hey ladies, how y'all doing? So, today's episode is entitled, Are My Standards Too High? Okay, now, before we get into today's episode, I know y'all like Miss Brownstone. You said you was up, you was uploading on Mondays, alright? And lately you've been uploading on motherfucking Tuesdays. <laughs> I just want to address that real quick, y'all. I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. I like to upload on Mondays, yes. When I first started, I was more into the schedule, like, okay, I'm gonna upload on Mondays. Fridays, but now it's just, I'm beyond, it's like, I just do it when my soul calls me, so just know you are gonna get an episode every week, but it's whenever, like, my spirit is telling me, like, drop this message on them, and every time I feel like that, it's always that one girl, or maybe two sometimes, that hit me up and be like, oh, I needed this, thank you for this episode, so... I go when the spirit tells me, okay? I, I, I go when the spirit tells me. But just put your notifications on, y'all. Because you will be hearing something every motherfucking week. Just put your notifications on. Um, you know, and my best friend, shout out to Blaze the Rebel. He always told me that when it comes to creativity, when you start to put a schedule on and when you start to put a time on it, then it begins to be work and you don't put out your best work. So it's best to always... Be creative when you feel the, you know, when you feel the spirit, when you feel the calling, when you want to do it. And um, I've been going with that advice lately, and it's been working for me. And I know a lot of y'all hear the content now, and you're like, okay, this is a little different. Miss Brownstone is maturing and evolving, and I don't know, y'all. It's like the old shit is still fire, okay? <laughs> but the new shit is good, too. You feel me? It's like... It's like Nicki Minaj over the years. Y'all know how y'all like, I want the old Nicki. Well, hey, new Nicki still smack like old Nicki, but it's just I'm a little seasoned. You know what I'm saying? So my mind is evolving, and I'm taking y'all on this journey with me. And um, this is how we do it. So, anyways, today's episode is entitled, All My Standards Too High. And y'all know, originally, this podcast started about standards. That's what we talk about over here, okay? We talk about the motherfucking standards, honey, okay? Keep them high, high, honey. Um, and as we got into standards, we started talking about femininity and hypergamy because when y'all was saying what y'all want, okay, in a man, okay? What a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. I started to do some research, and I said, well, how can these women get these kind of men? How can we get what we want, Okay. How can we in line with the men that we want? And I had this some work. And I said, let me get into a little bit of femininity, all right? Let me get into, you know, hypergamy. So y'all know that's basically we touch on a lot of and not regular femininity. We touch on the dark side. If you are not in tune with your femininity, honey, I'm going to need you to go over down to Miss Brownstone's exclusive content and hit that subscribe button. Yes, it's going to cost you a nice little penny. It's about, what, $3.99? But at the end of the day, honey, you need to invest in yourself. So over there on the exclusive content, we just dropped the episode, Are You a Winning Woman or a Losing Lady? I gave you a sneak peek of everything about to talk about. I did a little touch on it here and there. Okay, I did that block of blocker. Then the next episode was tips on femininity, not just the appearance-wise, but the inner work that you need to do. We talked about the feminine language. And all of that good stuff, the episode was actually an hour long. So you know it is definitely some gems in there and i want y'all to get on your shit all right so next couple episodes on exclusive content gonna be about femininity and we going hard in the paint okay walk a flocker so i want y'all to hit that subscribe button over there and investing yourself you know what i mean it's not even about the money for me it's all about me dropping gems i you know i dropped a lot of gems on this podcast for about three years and a lot of girls hit me up 
Ms. Bronson, I got engaged because of you. Ms. Bronson, I got married. Oh, Ms. Bronson, your tips really work. I'm feeling myself. I left this toxic relationship, blah, 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 blah. And those was the free content, okay? So I'm telling you what I got in this motherfucking exclusive content, honey. You're going to come out, <laughs> make me over a new woman. So make sure y'all hit that subscribe button for that. But let's get into some things, shall we? So, honey, <laughs> today's episode going to be juicy. You know why I know it's going to be juicy? Because my boo had brought me over here a big-ass bottle of Stella Rose. And I mean, like, it was a big-ass bottle. Like, I've never seen a bottle that motherfucking big, okay? I drunk that shit. <laughs> and now I'm on the second bottle that he brought over here. And it was, what was it, was some 1800 and some margarita mix, okay? I'm on the second one. So I'm telling you right now, and I put a straw in this bitch, because I know y'all don't like the little, the noise I be making. So <laughs> we're going to get into some things, because I got some shit. I need to get off my chest because I'm tired of hearing certain things. Okay, Mithayad, all right, Mithayad, of hearing certain shit that y'all be sliding in my DMs about. And if y'all have to slip the slide in my DMs, then what the fuck are you doing, all right? It goes down in my DMs. Make sure y'all follow me on Instagram at miss, that's M-S period brownstone underscore, okay? Because it goes down in my DMs. Ooh, hey, it's going down in my DMs. Y'all know how we do. We do number her notes over there in the DMs and in the emails. Y'all can find my email in the description or just go over to Spotify and hit about the creator. You'll see my emails over there. And, you know, just hit me up because, you know, that's what we do. I talk to y'all every day. Like, the fucking, if you haven't spoke to me yet, then, bitch, you just, something wrong with you, period. <laughs> like, something wrong with you being here for me yet because, bitch, I talk to everybody. All right, honey. Mm. So, anyways. A listener, one of our sissies, I don't want to call her a listener, but this is really my bitch. She's been rocking me since the motherfucking beginning, A1, day one, all right? One of our sissies slipped and slid in my DMs, all right? And when I tell y'all, I talk to this girl a whole of a lot. Like, I talk to her so much. I'm like her therapist, her big sister, her motherfucking <laughs> alter ego, her hype man, I'm flavor flavor, okay, all in one when it comes to this girl. And I'm like, I'm like that for a lot of our sisters, okay. But this is really my bitch, and we was having a conversation, and she hit me up and she said, Miss Ronson, am I standards too high? I'm, I said, Am I? Are my standards too high? And I said, Bitch, yeah, no, I was laying next to somebody, all right, you know, my little DMs over here. I said, bitch, give me, give me a couple minutes when my nigga leave, and we're we going to talk about it, okay? I know I had to put the jersey accent, so we're going to talk about it, all right? So this is, just wait till he leave. Next thing I know, bitch, I had like 10 motherfucking voice notes come through. I said, oh, sis ain't playing. She said, fuck that nigga. <laughs> you know, she said, I need to talk now, all right? Um, But her voice note's basically about a date that she went on, and um. It was sent in a voice note, and I, in a voice note, and I do not like to use voice notes on my podcast unless you give me permission to. So I'm gonna summarize up what had happened, cause what had happened was, so I'm gonna summarize what had happened. So what happened was, since it's in my DMs, she went on a date with a guy that she just met, and um, he's a young bull. You know what I'm saying? Like they say in Philly, bull. They don't say boy, they say bull. Okay, he's a young bull, and um. He's about 25. Last time I checked, she was a little bit younger than me. I'm, I'm about to be 27 on the 28th of June, y'all. Y'all know I'm a cancer, okay? To slip and slide. <laughs> slip and slide records and shit. Slip and slide of ideas and tell me happy birthday. Y'all do that every year, and I love it. But I'm just reminding y'all, yes, I am a cancer. Um, Yeah, so June 28th. My birthday's in a couple of weeks. What is it, about two weeks? My birthday's in two weeks, honey. You look so hard. Mm-hmm. But anyway, back to the story at hand. So she slipped the slide of my DMs and shit. And um, she was just like, yeah, I've been dating this guy. I went on a date with this guy. He's 25 or whatever. And, you know, he's in school. He's not fully established. I'm giving y'all the, sum the summary. He's not fully established, but he seems like he's into her. So they his communication been a little flaky, but he's in school. So, you know, you got to get, listen, have your mind on the motherfucking prize, all right? You don't want no bum. So if he in school studying, let him do what he got to do, okay, honey? All right, so he was studying and everything like that, and then he followed it up. He said, yo, we still going out on a date. You know, he still remembered the day that they were supposed to go out on a date. All right, he said, we still going out on a date. She said, yeah, we still go out da, 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 da. You know, I don't like that. Your communication has been a little flaky. That's definitely a standard of mine. I need that motherfucking communication on point constantly, okay? Consistent communication. 
her. That's what sis said. You know, typical nigga shit. Babe, I'm sorry. You know I'm saying I've been busy. Ah, ah, ah. Okay. You know how these niggas do. So he was like, I'm, you know, I apologize. I'm busy. I'm in school full time. Blah, 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 blah. So they go on a date. And this man did not pull up to the date in a car. He did not pull up to the date in an Uber. He pulled up to the date riding the bus. And it took him about four hours, according to our sissy, to get to her because he was taking the bus. Now, was she waiting for four hours? Y'all know we don't play that. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Homie don't play that, all right? She was not waiting four hours, but it took him four hours to get to where their destination was at for the date because he decided, excuse me, to take a bus. When she asked him why he take the bus, he said he has a car, but the bus is more cheaper, it's more convenient, blah, blah, blah. I call bullshit, okay? Y'all know, listen, I told y'all, y'all know I call a spade a spade over here. But, um, you know, I told y'all before, when a nigga say his car is in the shop, honey, his car is not in the shop. He don't have a car. If a man tell you, oh, I'm getting on the bus because it's more convenient, blah, 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 he don't have a car. It's like once you experience VIP, you don't want to go back to being a regular broad. You know what I'm saying? Like, buying a car is for the convenience. You know what I mean? It's the luxury of not having to wait outside the bus stop, pay your motherfucking a dollar and fifty cent. That's how it was. That's how much it cost when I used to ride the bus. I don't know how much it costs now. Shout out to Jersey. You know, we used to drive that motherfucking, we used to ride, I said drive. We used to ride that motherfucking 94, the 21, the 24. Come on now. Where my Jersey heads at? You feel me? So, yeah. All right. <laughs> we used to definitely ride that motherfucking bus, honey, to the wheels fell off. All of them. But, um, <laughs> so when I did get on the bus, it was 150. And the one thing I hated about riding the bus was that it was people coughing all over you. Damn, it was always this one bitch that was on the bus and she was pregnant and wanted you to give up your seat. And I'm like, why you ain't fucking nigga with a car? Bitch, why I gotta give up my seat? We paid the same amount of money. I didn't get you pregnant. The fuck? Huh. All right. Um, so that's how I know. But yeah, you don't give up that luxury and get on the bus. <laughs> Unless you motherfucker J. Cole and you just wanted a humble situation. Then you might have wanted to ride the bus so you could be like, I'm a regular person. But the whole time he got all that money in his account, that's different. When you are a regular, regular nigga, <laughs> bitch, you don't want to get on that bus. You don't want to get on that bus. You do not want to get you do not want to get on that bus. I think the lowest I have ever been without me driving would be like a Uber. <laughs> and that's because I was drunk. <laughs> Other than that, bitch, bye. You will not catch me on the motherfucking transportation. Hell no. Nah. So he did not have a car. I'm sorry, sis. I had to let you know that. All right. <laughs> Okay, he didn't have a car, but he got to her after driving, after riding that four-hour ride, okay? You know, and I love his dedication because, you know what, he was just studying, he still hit her up, he got on that motherfucking bus, bitch, and he rode that four hours to go see my sis. I said, oh, he likes you. <laughs> so, um, let's go back into the date. So, after he gets there, they're at the restaurant, and <laughs> I'm guessing homie was broke. So, they only had water. They didn't have any drinks. He didn't offer her any drinks either, which I feel like, I don't wait for a nigga to offer me shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to be like, can I have and bat my motherfucking lashes? Yes, listen to the childlike episode on how to make a man crave you. And um, it's a couple episodes I talk about that. Like, yeah, I when I go out on a date, I ask the man, can I have this? And I tell him what I want. I let him order that bitch. So, when the check come in, he be like, oh, I ain't got it. I'm be like, well, nigga, if I would have known... You feel me? I wouldn't have asked you. You said, yeah. Shit, why you say, yeah, if you ain't got the motherfucker, I'll make him look stupid. Make him feel real bad. Because you should be going out on a date if you're broke. <laughs> the fuck? Mm-mm. I go out on dates, and I'll never go out on a date when I ain't got no money. Okay? I play broke, but bitch, I ain't broke. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, anyways. So, they get there, and he was being a little cheap. He didn't. They had waters, and um, they had a little dish. And they had to split the dish. And you know what? It's so funny because as she was telling me about this date, I'm going to stop. I'm going to get back to the story, y'all. Y'all know I stop the story each time to get my thoughts out. But as she was telling me about this date, I had so many flashbacks of baby Miss Brownstone. Okay? I wasn't even stone yet, bitch. I was baby. I was Miss I was Miss Brown. Okay? <laughs> I was baby Miss Brown. I'm going to say I was Miss Brown. Baby Brown. All right? Baby Brown, honey. And I had so many flashbacks. And I remember... I'm going to tell you a couple flashbacks that I had. One of the flashbacks that I had when she was telling me this story was I went out on a date with a guy. And um, I always knew that he was he was struggling. 
But I was young, and I wanted to date somebody my age so bad because I dated a lot of men who was older than me. They had their own place. They had their own car, all this stuff. But I was like, you know what? This guy seemed like he into me. You know, we went to high school together. I always thought he was cute. And I was like, he around my age. Let's give it a shot, okay? Which I wish I would never did. And we had went to Bahama Mama, all right? If y'all know where that's at. And that's has a worldwide store, restaurant, right? Yeah, so I went to Bahama Mama's with this man and his family. It was his cousin graduation day, and we all went out on a group or whatever. And um, his family was paying the bill. But I told him, you don't do stuff like that. I said, you don't let your family pay for your bill. You know what I'm saying? Because that's just, that just ain't right. So, you know, if you were a girl, you know what I'm saying? You and that girl, you should pay for you and your girl. And don't add a burden onto your family. And he was like, okay, baby, you know, I could pay for us, whatever. So we have Bahama Mamas and shit. And um, the waiter comes to take our order. And this man said, because I think I wanted a Sprite. I like Sprite. I stopped drinking it like that now because it's a long story. But um, <laughs> I, I stopped drinking Sprite so much. I used to be a soda head, juice junkie, all that stuff. Now it's just number water in my house. Um, you know, this pussy clean, this pussy squeaky. Okay, I need the water. <laughs> Give me the water. So, um... <laughs> So, yeah, so I had a Sprite, and he wanted some water to drink. And I remember he asked the waiter, how much is the water? And that was so embarrassing to me that he asked the waiter how much was the water. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, water is free, nigga, at a restaurant. Like, first of all, they're giving you tap water. The fact that you've been drinking that is, like, crazy to me because you're willing to kill yourself. Like, bitch, I go to a restaurant. Don't give me no tap water. The fuck? <laughs> Shit, unless we got drinks galore. Don't give me no tap water. Uh-huh, okay, I need that motherfucker still bottle. Don't play with me, bitch. But, um, yeah, he asked how much was the water. And then we started ordering our food, and he was just, like, he was penny-pinching like a bitch. I remember he was penny-pinching so hard that he had a salad, bitch, with no meat. And he was like, bake it over you want. And I said, damn. And when I was younger, I thought it was so cute because I was like, oh, he worried about me. He put me first. He'll, he'll eat his spit before. <laughs> he'll swallow his spit before, you know, he try to... You know what I'm saying? Um, rack up a bill as long as I get what I want, whatever. But then as I got older, and when I mean by older, I'm talking about the second date with us. I said, no, fuck that shit. Because if you can't afford to date, you can't afford two dates, okay? If you can't afford to take me on a date, you can't afford two dates. That's how I look at shit nowadays. So I was just turned off by him. And um, my mother had told me, like, you need to stop fucking with that nigga. Because when you get a car, you're going to be trying to drive your shit. She wasn't lying. And now, mind you, I grew up in the hood. Shout out to North New Jersey, East Orange, New Jersey, or whatever. And when I grew up in the hood, all of, you know, North run through everything. I went to high school in East Orange, but I had um, hung out in North, that's where I was raised at. I hung out in North with my family, my friends, whatever. But I was always in Irvington. You know, shout out to my ghouls. I was always in Irvington. So I was, on, I was the only girl in the hood with a car. And I ain't had no regular regular bitch, okay? I had a motherfucking beetle. I had a drop-top turbo beetle, one in yellow, and I had one in blue, all right? I was a bad bitch. My shit was motherfucking uh, custom painted, okay? So they knew it was Miss Brownstone when she pulled up. So why would this man want to be dropping my motherfucking beetle? You know what I'm saying? Like, you a whole grown-ass man want to drive somebody drop-top beetle. And it's yellow. I'm playing Beyonce in this bitch. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so she gave me flashbacks of that and, you know, and she gave me flashbacks of this other date that I had went on. It was my worst date of my life, y'all. And, and this man, he had no money. So <laughs> he had no money, he had no car. So he was like, he wanted to take me out and then he wanted to take me to Applebee's. But he couldn't afford to pick me up because he ain't had no car. So I remember the man saying, oh, meet me at Applebee's, I'm going to take the bus. And, you know, I was, I was, listen. The only time I rode the bus was to go to school when I was being tired. I was lazy. I didn't want to walk. All right? So I said, I'm going to take the bus. So I would jump on the bus with my homegirls to go to school. But besides that, I always fucked with niggas that was older than me, so they always had cars. So I was a bougie bitch. I was not used to getting on no bus. So when it came to us meeting athletes, I said, oh, no. So I had got a ride. <laughs> I had got a ride for one of my other niggas, <laughs> okay, to Applebee's so I could meet with this new guy. All right. And when I got there, he had me waiting. And when he finally pulled up, he was sweating and all. I said, what the fuck was you doing? You had to be standing out in the motherfucker's front. He said, I was waiting for the bus. 
I said, oh, no. <laughs> you ain't for the bus, bitch. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So he pulled up. Worst day of my life. I remember the day like it was yesterday. He was fine, though. He looked like Jacques. And we eating or whatever. And he was penny-pinching with his food, too. You could tell he ain't really want to spend too much money because he didn't really have it. And, um, stop moving. He didn't really have it or whatever. So the bill comes. And the man said, oh. I don't have it. I swear to God. He said, oh, I don't I don't have it. I said, what you mean you don't have it? He said, I only have this much. I said, nigga, that's a tip. You feel me? That's a tip. You know, like, what the fuck? You ain't got no money. And I remember my, um, you know, my dad was on child support. And my mama, mama was a dentist. So, you know, I had money growing up, okay? So, I was like, you know what? I paid for it because you a broke nigga. You feel me? So, I had pulled out my motherfucking child support car. I paid the rest of the cash. I did half and half with my motherfucking self. I went 50-50 with myself, honey. That's a damn shame. And um, <laughs> and he got up because when I went to go give the man the, the, the money in the car so he could pay, Mr. Jacquees himself pulled out some weed, girl, and started rolling up at the table at Applebee's. He started rolling up at the goddamn table. And I was so embarrassed because the weed was so loud. You could smell it. Now, like I said, I was I was a young bull, okay? I was young. And um, he started rolling up, and I was like, what are you doing? You're embarrassing me. Put the blunt away. What the fuck? And um, he was like, I'll be outside. I'm waiting for you outside. So he got up. I paid for the bill. And um, he got up, and this older man came over to me. I remember this day, yes, this older man had on a yellow, a yellow suit, like a, like a, uh, you know, a little, you know, a little pimp daddy suit. And he said, you deserve better than this. I looked at him, I said, I know, right? And I batted my eyes, I said, mm-hmm. And, um, I had already paid, and I left. And I thought to myself, that damn cat daddy talking about I deserve better than this. Why he ain't pay the fucking bill? Shit. <laughs> pay the bill, bitch, you know? Um... And then after that, the man was like, I was like, well, I'm ready to go home. He was like, well, I can't get you no Uber. I can't get you no taxi. We get on the bus together. And I had to take two buses to get back home because he lived in the hood hood. He was like, you can stay night in my house. I said, bitch, you can't even pay this motherfucker bill. You think I'm going to stay in the house and get you some coochie? <laughs> Bro, boys don't deserve no pussy. I know that's right. He got me fucked up. So, no, honey, I went home. I took them two buses and got home. I was mad as shit. My mother was mad as hell I came home that late. Because I have never, I've never been on a bus. At, like, I'm telling you, if it wasn't to go to school, I wasn't going on a bus because I had niggas that had money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I had to take two buses. It took me a minute how to get, figure out how to get back home. I finally get home. It's late as hell. My mother like, what the fuck? Um, but anyway, back to the story at hand. She reminded me of that when she was telling me the story. And I remember what I, how I felt going on a date with these men. And I remember how I felt when I went on a date with a real man. Okay, man that had this shit together. And it's a whole different type of motherfucking feeling, honey. It's a whole different type of feeling, okay? So I was like, mm, 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 bitch, don't do it to yourself. Don't, please don't do it. Oh, don't do it. So after they had to split the food and they didn't have any drinks, he decided he wanted to take us to the park. And then they had ice cream at the park. I think, I think that's what she said. Now, I told you I've been drinking, okay? I've been drinking. Okay, so I've been drinking, so I don't remember. If they had ice cream or not on this date, but they definitely had on they went on a date. So they went on a date to the park. And um after that she told him she was ready to go home. She had called her a Uber to her car because she didn't want him to walk her to her car and see that he had a that she had a car. And when you start to think like that, that means you fucking with a broken it because you don't want to show them what you got. Cause they gonna be wanting to whip your shit and use your shit and all that. You know, you that was your soul telling you he ain't got it, okay? So yeah, she had went. And um, called her an Uber to her car. And when the Uber showed up, this man didn't even open the door for her in the Uber. He didn't even offer to pay for the fucking Uber. Okay? So she went back home after her long Uber ride. And she hasn't heard from the man since. Now, some key details that she also said was that she was dressed to the T. She was dressed to her Sunday's best. Okay? As she motherfucking should. And this man was dressed like... The motherfucking baby kids, okay, ragamuffins. He was not giving what he needed to be gay, okay. He did not get what he needed to be gay. He didn't even put no thoughts in his into his appearance. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, not all the time men gotta dress up. Like I like track suits, you know what I'm saying? Like I like a nigga that could put on like some sweatpants 
and a little hoodie or whatever, like, that's cool. But I don't like the ripped up jeans and the motherfucking short ends and all that. Like, that's not my thing. I will take a sweatpants and a hoodie outfit. You know, I'll take that. Like, you know, especially if it's match and you clean, like your nails clean, your shoes clean, and you're not wearing no motherfucking Jordans or no no boots or something. Like, you know, Mexicans got on boots, bitch. And then wearing none of that, then um, I'll fucks with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can fucks with you wearing, with you, with you wearing your, you know, your little whatever. Because men don't be always dressed to the nine. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta look decent. You gotta look put together. Y'all like you put some type of, thought into your appearance you know when you start to walk out the house looking like who done did it and why okay then we got a whole bunch of motherfucking issues you know what i'm saying so i like that but however i do like a nigga that got a button up like if you're wearing a button up okay with some jeans some nice fitted jeans not too tight with it like you're gonna catch an east spectrum or you got some leggings on honey but some nice fitted jeans and you know maybe some vans or like a um Clarks, you know, I've not been around Jamaicans all my life, y'all. Um, some Clarks or some dress shoes, like how the Haitians be. Oh, yeah, I fucks with it. Like, I, I like that look, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, oh, he different. I don't like niggas that wear Jordans. Like, if I see you with Jordans on, I automatically just think you a hoe-ass nigga. And I don't, I don't want to fuck with you. <laughs> and I know you ain't used to shit. Because sometimes, some of these men be thinking that Jordans is luxury. And it's like, oh, baby, it's not, and that shows me where you was at, where you at in life, you know what I'm saying, so, I don't, I don't fuck with them niggas, and if your nails dirty, I can't get jiggy with you, that's just where I'm at, you know what I'm saying, like, I like a man that take pride in his appearance, if your shirt wrinkled, man, I don't want you, like, you know what I'm saying, like, I just, I just like, I don't know, I just like a clean, I like a clean dude, like, you know what I'm saying, like, my homeboy, rest in peace, um, Danny, but Danny was a dresser, Danny was a dresser and a big stepper, okay, um, my homeboy Danny, and when I used to watch Daniel get dressed, I used to be like, oh, yeah, I want a nigga that put on like Daniel. And he used to, he ain't never wearing no expensive shit. You know, he might do H&M here and there, Express, or, you know, a thrift store. But he put it together where you thought that motherfucker had money. So I, I like a man that could put on, okay? I put on for my city, on, on for my city, put on east side. Okay, I've had a moment. I told y'all I've been drinking. So, yeah, I like a nigga that can put on, okay? Um, because especially when you take me on a date, you put on, it's like, okay, you thought about me, you wanted to impress me. It, it really comes down to wanting to impress me. If you ain't trying to impress the kid, I'm good. I pass. You know what I'm saying? I, I want a nigga that's trying to impress me, period. Okay, boo? Um, so, yeah, she said that about him, whatever, and she explained the whole date, like how I told y'all, it's a little summary, and she just was like, you know, my girl says, my standard's too high. Like, is my standard's too high for wanting a man that has his own place because I have my own, for wanting a man that has a career because she works in a law firm. I have, I have my career, you know, and I'm young and I'm on my shit. Am I wrong for wanting a man that has a car because I have my own car? You know, am I, am I wrong for wanting that? Like, is my standard's too high? And, you know, it got me thinking because, stop it. My cat is acting up, y'all. She's I got this little straw in my drink. Okay? Mm-hmm. I got that drink in my cup. Alright, so I got that straw in my drink. And Nene thinks she should play with the straw. I'm letting her have a little moment, but she is like whipping the straw. Like not But yeah, it got me thinking because you know, a lot of y'all hit me up with this question. A lot of y'all hit me up with this question, and if y'all don't hit me up with this question, y'all always slip and slide my DMs, especially Miss Lovely Soul. Shout out to her. That's my bitch. Um, she slides my DMs, and a couple people also slide my DMs, and they be like, you know, I love listening to you because you remind me that my standards are not, are not high enough. Like, you remind me like I'm on the right track. And that's what I'm here for, okay? When they ask me what I do it for and how I come up with this inside the studio, okay? Um, yeah, definitely. That's what I'm here for. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm here to remind you. Like, you're not, your standards isn't too high. Like, there's nothing wrong with what you, what you require, okay? A requirement is a motherfucking requirement, okay, bitch? Either you get right with you or they get right out your life. Purr. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. Ask your mammy. Your mammy will tell you. You know what I'm saying? Ask your mammy, ho. Your mammy gonna tell you, like... <laughs> Either nigga gonna get right with you, rise to the equation, or he just gonna have to go. <laughs> Tell me where to go. Tell me where to go. But yeah, um, so like girls slip my DMs and they say this 
And they go, thanks for reminding me, da, 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 da. And, you know, I went through a phase when I first moved to Maryland, when I left Jersey and I moved to Maryland, um, where I was meeting men that was my age because I was trying to date my age so bad. I was like, I gotta date somebody my age. I gotta date somebody my age. And I was trying to date somebody my age so bad. And I would meet these men that was my age and they would always be like so excited to want to be at my house or be around me, mostly be in my house. Because they live with their men at home and they couldn't have company. So it was cool to, oh, well, Miss Bouncing got her own shit. You know what I'm saying? And would brag to his homies and his mama about how I had my own shit. He would always want to be these niggas, okay? Not he per se, but these niggas would always want to be at my house and be hanging out at my house because they didn't have that type of freedom. You get what I'm saying? Where they could be at, they have a bitch over their house, whatever. So they always want to be in my house, you know what I'm saying? And I know how to cook. So they always want to be in my house, eat my motherfucking food, not contributing to shit. They get my house is the playground, okay? At the playground. You know? Playground. That's another bad creation. Y'all know nothing about that. Um, so they always want to be in my house. I'm like, but why? <laughs> but why me? <laughs> oh no, sir. I used to think that all the time. Um so these men always wanted to be in my motherfucking house, sis. And um, it was more like they was impressed by what I got. And when they would talk to their family about me, it was never like, oh, I love Miss Brownstone because she's creative, because she's nurturing, because she's supportive, because she's a pretty woman, because this pussy is tight. Her, okay, my coochie pink, my booty old brown. Sorry, I had a moment. Uh huh, pound sound, okay. Um, but it was never none of that, you know what I'm saying? It was never characteristics of me as a person minus the vagina. Um, it was never that, it was always, oh, she doing this and she got this and da 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 da. da. So I started to realize that men my age see me as a comer. Oh, shibble, 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 shibble. Thank you, Jesus. Have mercy. They see me as a come up. They always see me as a come up. It never failed. So I always was like, you know what? I want the nigga that got his own shit. But I was still trying to date niggas my age. So I was like, I'm gonna try to find a nigga my age that got his own shit. Bitch, that's like finding a four leaf clover. Never found it. He don't exist. <laughs> okay. He don't exist. All right. Well, my homegirl from the UK, she said every time I go like this, she know the episode about to get spicy. But yes, he don't exist, my gal. He don't exist. So I'm like, oh my God. It don't happen, Captain. It's not happening. Because men don't hit their prime until they get 30 and up. Ooh, when they get seasoned up. When they hit 30 and up. And that's tell women. Go bigger, go bolder, go wiser. You know what I mean? Always get you an older man, you know. But don't be, if you're younger than 21, you do not need to be dating nobody five years older than you. Y'all not even, you, you're not even there yet. You're not even mentally, you don't even know what the fuck you signing yourself up for. Don't do it, okay? However, if you a young girl and you in your 20, you 21, okay, you need to be dating older niggas because, I don't want to say niggas. I'm trying to work on that, y'all. I'm sorry. I don't like calling men niggas. I like calling niggas niggas. But I don't like calling men real men niggas, okay? Yeah, I know when y'all first joined, she knows. I was like, yeah, we say nigga over here, okay? And I told all the white girls that was listening, I said, you can say nigga, bitch. You feel me? If you talk about a fuck nigga, a fuck boy, you can say nigga, okay? I told all my white girls that. Shout out to Monique. She knows who she is. I told all my white girls that, okay? Because that's what nigga is. It is a, um ignorant person. An ignorant person is someone who lacks what? Knowledge, intelligence. And that's a lot of these motherfuckers out here in the world. So a nigga could be anybody. It ain't got to be white, black, Puerto Rican, motherfucking purple, green, or blue. A nigga could be anybody. It ain't a Pacific race when we talk about niggas. Okay? So anyways, um, <laughs> I'm acting up today, girl. Act bad, all right? Act bad. But, um, yeah. So, I'm trying to stop saying that when it comes to real men, okay? Real men. So, I realized with men that it was like, oh, I need an older one. Because the older men, they respect what I had going on. And they wanted to add value to what the fuck I had going on. And they understood that I wanted somebody on my level or, or above me, okay? And you can't expect that from a young guy because young men are not even in their prime yet. They still figuring it the fuck out, okay? I'm telling y'all, 30 and up, 35 is a perfect age, okay? <laughs> 35, baby. 
35 like wine, fine like wine, okay? 35 fine like wine. I love me that eight. That, that's my that's my number right there. Mm-hmm. If you 35, we could holler. <laughs> we could do the damn thing block a blocker, okay? Um, but yeah. So date up. Up, 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 up to the moon, bitch. Never date somebody your age. It ain't going nowhere, especially in the day and age that we're in right now where they're trying to take women out of their element. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to change who we are by nature. What do I mean by that? Women by nature. And I have some girls on here that be like, mm-mm, Miss Brownstone, that's not me. You know, sometimes you be sound like a gold digger. I don't give a fuck. Go suck your mother, okay? It is what it is. And when you experience the stuff I experienced, bitch, you're going to be right with me thinking the same motherfucking thing, okay? Because what the fuck I'm supposed to be digging for? Pebbles, bitch, all right? All right, okay. But, um, you know, it's some of y'all that want to bob the bill, bill with a nigga. It's some bitches that ain't trying to bill with a nigga, okay? It's some bitches that's like, all right, I could bill with him as it be his little helper, but he already got to have a provision. He already got to know what the fuck he got going on and blossy blossy. Oh, I just can't get right with you, okay? I'm talking to those bitches, all right? I mean, I'm talking to all women, okay? But when it comes to women, our nature is we look for a provider, and a protector. That's in our nature. That don't mean you got to make six figures. It means whatever you're providing for that woman that makes her feel secure. Okay? We look for security. You heard me? Security. Okay? And a lot of women, when it comes nowadays, looking for security. We getting real, we, we getting real um smart with our shit. We strategizing it. Okay? We planting the seed. You know what I'm saying? We watering it. And the seed so harvest out this bitch you know what i'm saying don't let that go over your head all right it might went over some of y'all head run it back listen to it again okay yeah so um like i told y'all before and he is not the prize when i told y'all before date for stability um all those things you know i tell y'all all the time you want a man who can lead you you want a man who can who has can, who can add value to you who has something going on with himself you know what i'm saying and the other day i was watching information and she made a good point and she said People always bringing up the Bible, but at the end of the day, Adam didn't get his motherfucking rib. You know what I'm saying? He didn't give his rib away. You know what I'm saying? Well, get his rib as in Eve. But yeah, he didn't get Eve. He didn't get his wife. He didn't get his woman to complete his legacy until he was already established. God made sure that Adam had, you know, the land, the job, the purpose, the provision before he blessed Adam with a woman. And Eve didn't have to come in and go 50-50 with a nigga. Eve didn't come in and have to say, well, this is what I bring to the table. I need to audition because this man is the prize. Eve didn't have to come in and do that. But he already knew and seen the value in Eve. You feel me? And Eve was his little helper, as a lot of Africans would say. You know what I'm saying? And she added value to what he had going on already as for his purpose and his provision and his legacy. And that's what a woman does, blocker, blocker, okay? It ain't so much about money-wise a woman brings to the table. Men only care about your money when they broke, okay? I hope I ain't getting off track because I know I've been drinking. But anyway, back to the story at hand, all right? Um, so I told women all the time, stop talking to niggas your age because niggas your age ain't got it. Go up. Go do bigger, do wiser, do, do, go bigger, go wiser, go bolder. Big and bold, bitch. Be big and bold. Stop fucking with these broken, bold-ass niggas. Get a big and bold nigga, okay? Get a big fish, all right? So women by nature, we look for those things, and, and our generation is trying to make us go against what we are in our nature. You know what I'm saying? Like, men by nature want the most prettiest, attractive woman they can find. That's just men by nature. That's who they are. So men are going to go out. And they're going to look for a pretty woman. And they're not looking at you and saying, oh, my God, you look, you got a good brain. I just want to lick your intelligence. And you could probably raise some of my babies and, and treat them so well and teach them about knowledge and, and be pro-black. People are, men are not thinking that shit. They're looking at you and they're saying, damn, she attractive. I'll fuck this shit. Oh, I can see her in a position right now with the motherfucking pretzel, the, to the toes behind her neck. And I could just hear her saying some sweet nothings to me. And I'd be hitting it and I could tell her, you going to walk to China? And she said, I'm going to walk to China, babe. <laughs> you going to go in there and cook me some tacos? I'll cook you some tacos, babe. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what they think when they see us. They judge us off our motherfucking looks. All right? As shallow as some may see it is, they judge us off our looks. 
If you don't meet the eye, you don't meet the man, period. You know what I mean? That's just how it works, okay? So, you know, that's who they are by nature. And women by nature want security. Women by nature want a protector and a provider. The difference is that we don't get to see what we what we um, desire in our mate up front. We don't know what the fuck we get ourselves into until we get ourselves into it. We don't know until we test the man, until we get to know that man, if he is a provider and a protector. We don't know that. Versus y'all get to see us in off rip, you get to see our beauty. You know what I'm saying? So when Avery Mason was talking about that shit the other day online, I said, oh, that bitch talking that talk. <laughs> Not bitch per se, but you know what I mean? Like, sis was talking that talk, all right? Um, so I love that, you know what I'm saying? And she made a good point about that. So in order for you to kind of ensure that you're getting the security that you deserve, you need to date up. Your standards are always going to be high in atmospheres where men can't meet them, Okay. Your value is never going to be seen as good value or good quality when you are in places who don't value what you bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, it was a thing on Facebook, and the man gave his daughter a car. It was like an old down, beat down uh, 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 caddy or some shit. He gave his daughter an old down, beat down caddy. He said, you know, tell me how much you sell this car for or whatever. So she took it to the nearest dealership, and they offered her like $40. You know what I'm saying? And then she took it to another place, and they offered her, like, 200 or whatever. And she said, Dad, nobody cares about this car. This car isn't any worth any money. So her dad said, you know what? I want you to take it to this car um, to this car show. And at this car show, they were showing all, all older cars. You get what I'm saying? She took it to the car show. And she said, Dad, they offered me 500000 for this car. And he said, I know they did. He said, I want you to understand that. Stop letting your value linger in places where you are devalued. You will never see your value in places where they don't see value in you. You have to be around people who understand what you bring to the table. See, that wasn't her environment. You get what I'm saying here? So, I say all that to say that no one's going to understand and see the value in a woman being a feminine woman and being a loving lady and being nurturing. You know, if you keep surrounding yourself by, by around young dudes, need help because if you don't put up money in their eyes you don't have value they don't care about your womb because nowadays bitches is pushing out kids like it's no tomorrow you get what i'm saying so they think they should have access to your womb for free 99 they don't see the value in you being a nurturer and, and and being caring and being um a healer and being a helper and being creative and being feminine because those things they don't see and those things don't help them on their journey right now right now they want someone who can split the tag right now they want someone who can build with them as for financially towards their legacy right now they are looking for masculinas they're looking for the bob the builders they are not looking for the feminine and elegant ladies because those ladies don't add value in their situation right now because they're not man enough to see that that's not what that's not what I bring to the table. And I bring more to the table than that. And most of all, they don't understand that bitch. You are hello, the motherfucking table. Your legacy can't go on. Who child? Shibala, shibala, shibala. I feel the spirit. I don't know if that's me or my grandmother talking right now, but you about to hear it, okay? Um, they don't see the value in you they don't understand that your legacy they legacy can't go on without you they don't understand that when they are down and now that you are the battery in a backpack pushing them and loving them and keeping them going forward they don't see that whenever a woman puts her hands on some shit that shit multiplies that's what you do that's what women do men give women sperm and a woman brings home a motherfucking baby. A man buys a woman a house and a woman makes it a home. Men bring home groceries. You make that shit a meal. Oh, don't get me to preaching to your child, beloved. Because that's what we do. And niggas don't understand that. You feel me? They not emotionally equipped to deal with half of the shit that we deal with. That's why men was out here in the army and doing physical labor. That's why they was doing that shit because that's what they're built for. And they can't, mul they can't multitask. And they can't deal with emotions how we can deal with emotions. And they cannot handle pain, child, how we can handle pain. So they went out here into the war and they was fighting and they had a woman to come back home to, a woman to write to, that, that woman words, that woman nurturing, that woman motivating them, and that woman taking care of their kids kept them pushing to go on. And that love lit the fire inside of them. And they had something to live for. It's completely different. 
We keep them niggas stable. We keep them niggas saint. And nobody's going to give us credit for that. No one's ever going to give us credit for that because they don't see the value of women no more. They don't. And then they say they want a feminine woman. And then when they get a feminine woman, they like, oh, my God, why do she need me? Oh, my God, why is she so emotional? Oh, my God, why is she so vulnerable? Oh, my God, why does she? Because that's what you ask for. You ask for femininity. This is what femininity is. Y'all get femininity confused with somebody being fucking friendly and putting on a pink dress and a motherfucking pink heels, bitch. I'm raw. Raw feelings, raw emotions, raw experience, life-changing. Motherfuckers don't see that shit. Because they put you in a box. And they got their own identity and, and think on what femininity is. And these motherfuckers don't really even know what femininity is. Half of y'all listening. Who, ladies? Y'all gonna get tired about this. Don't know what femininity is. Y'all just get it confused with the appearance. So make sure y'all subscribe to that exclusive content. Okay? <laughs> All right, child. But yeah, her ep- her I'm about to say her episode. This is definitely your episode, bitch, if you listening to her. Okay? You got, you got three out of me. Bitch, be grateful. Okay, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. But um, listening to her, I said, you know, your standards ain't too high. You just shopping in the wrong fucking market. Period. You in the wrong market. You like that motherfucking old caddy, bitch. You you going to a, a, a motherfucking Porsche dealership and, and you trying to show them your caddy and trying to see if they're going to add, see if they see the value in you. No, go down to them. Go down to that place where they see you for what you are. You get what I'm saying? Go down, go down to that old car dealership, that old car show. Them old cars is worth some motherfucking money. Go down to where they understand what vintage is, and that's what a lot of women nowadays that listen to my podcast. Shout out to y'all. Um, a lot of us on podcast are traditional women. You feel me? We're vintage. It's different. It's rare to come by, especially when we're living in the environment that we're living in now, in this generation now. People think that modern women is a one-fit-all, a one-cat-fit-all. There's not modern women who are moving how most modern people are. Yeah, we are aware of the technology, and we are aware how to maneuver in this world. You get what I'm saying? But we still have traditional values. You get what I'm saying? So you can't just put us in a bubble. It's it's this guy that, um, he's a podcast. I'm not going to shout out his podcast, but I don't want make to make it hot. But um, we were talking, and he's always talking about the passport boys. He's always talking about how modern women, they don't have this and that and blah, 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 blah. And black women in America, they're not feminine, and they're not submissive, and, and this, this, and that. And, and that's his whole fucking shit. He just made me so mad sometimes. And we have conversations. I said, yo, that's not, all, that's not all women. You feel me? That's not all women. I had to explain to him, you know podcasting is based off of your personal experience. You know what I'm saying? It's based off your POV. You know what I mean? Your personal point of view. You know what I'm saying? You get well, No, I said that wrong. Your point of view. You know what I'm saying? So that's what podcasting is about. It's like church. You, you attend the church and you might like the way this pastor talks to you. So you tune in. You know what I'm saying? I'm your pastor right now. You tune in. But you might like the way other motherfuckers talk to you too and you tune in. You get what I'm saying? There's no right or wrong. Everybody is different. You just find somebody that you can relate to. That's what podcast is about. Find somebody you can relate to, like church, bitch, okay? Like church, okay? So I was telling him, I said, you know, I can't relate to what you're telling me right now because I don't see that. And the women that I speak to on a daily basis, shout out to all my sisters over here on She Knows, they don't talk about shit like that. So I can't, I can't sit here and say, oh, I know women who aren't feminine, you know? And, 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 you know, and if I do say that, I can't say, I know women who aren't feminine and don't want to be feminine. I can't explain. I can't, I can't say that. You know what I'm saying? I can't say I know women who's out here tricking, okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't say that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can say I know some prostitutes, but I'm not close to them. Now, that was in my afterlife, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm not saying my afterlife. That sound bad. But in my other life, you know, when I sell exotic dancers, I'll come across prostitution. But that's not in my inner circle, you know what I mean? So I can't speak on those type of women that he talks down about when he when he always say American women and black American women would never be married. I can't relate to that because I I see so many good qualities in the women that I speak to that it's just like, nigga, you crazy. Like, but he he in the Bronx. So the bitches in the Bronx and in, 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 in Brooklyn, they a little rough. So of course you won't feel like every bitch you come across to is so masculine. You get what I'm saying? Like, of course that. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Let's be honest, okay? Let's just be honest. Let's just be real. You know? So, it's different. Just like he's saying, oh, 
women do not submit. Women are not submissive. And I had to tell them, like, women are only submissive to men they see value in. Women only respect men they see value in. What are you doing for a woman to respect you and be submissive to you? Well, the Mexican women, they, they men got them outside southern borders and they submissive to them. Because Mexicans, not all, no disrespect, they are the, like, if you, if you look at the income coming in and statistics when it comes to, um, uh, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, um, salary. Mexicans are the lowest making people in America. You know what I mean? So the men make more than the women. So of course those women are going to be submissive to those Mexican men because they feel like I have security with him. You know what I'm saying? And they see the value in each other. Black people are not like that. But I ain't trying to go on another rant of, you know, because we about to go on an hour or whatever. But I say all this to say that understand where your value lies. Right, that means what you bring to the motherfucking table because you are the table. And go in environments where they understand that and they value that. You can't expect young niggas to be on the same level as you. When you're 21 and up, all right, let me say between 21 and 29 and you got your own place, let's say 28, you got your own place and you got your own car and you got a career and you in school and you know what you got going on, you, you know you on your shit. Blocker, blocker, as you motherfucking should. But you also that bitch outside of the career. You also that bitch. Out, I'm, I'm that bitch in a real life. In real life, I'm really that bitch. You feel me? So when you are that, even if they strip your career from you, you really that bitch. You got to understand that a lot of men your age ain't that nigga. They not him. They not him. So you got to know what you value. What is important to you? Is it important to you y'all having the same age? Or is it important to you y'all having the same, you know, uh, y'all, my mom about to go with this. Is it important to you y'all being in the same age? Or is it important to you y'all having the same values? As in, he he taps into what you need and you tap into what he needs. See, this thing is, everything is transi transitional, okay? Everything is transitional. A woman needs to be provided for. A woman needs to feel security in order to be loving and submissive, Right? That's how this works. So when you are in these type of situations and you know that only way for you to be loving, submissive, and listening to your husband or your man, because my man, my man, my man, means he got to have more than you, got something going on, you got to be able to look to him, you got to be able to trust his leadership, and you don't see that in men your age because men your age are not there yet. They're already mature later than women. Okay, we're already... You put a 27-year-old and another 27-year-old woman and a 27-year-old male in the same room. Bitch, I surpassed them each and every time. Each and every time. That's just I, mentally. I'm. 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 I'm not. I may be 27, but mentally, bitch, I'm probably like 35. Okay. So when you know that, you like, you know what? Why I fucking settle for niggas my age because they're not giving me what I want, and in return, I can't give them what they want. So I need to date older. So I can give them what they want while they give me what I want. And that's an even exchange. And people don't like that shit. It's transactional. But, bitch, this is how the world works. Not only just welcome to America, but welcome to the universe. That's just how it works, okay? Relationships are conditional, all right? And love is unconditional. I can love you and not date you. I can love you and not be with you. And quite frankly, some may say the only person who's going to love you unconditionally is your man at home. And it won't be me, all right? So... Just understand that. To stop slipping and sliding in my DMs and telling me, oh, it's my standards too high, Miss Brownstone. Slip and slide in my DMs and say, Miss Brownstone, you know what? I deserve this. I've been working towards this. And I feel as though I'm on the level where I in line with what the fuck I want. So, Miss Brownstone, thank you for waking me the fuck up and letting me know that. Don't come to my DMs with that negative shit asking me if, my st if your standards are too high. I don't want to hear that shit. Okay? Hmm. Got my own motherfucking problems. <laughs> oh, and another thing. Stop please listening to your bald-headed ass friends. Oh, because I get that a lot. Well, my friend said that my standards are too high, and that's why I'm single. Do you think that's true, Miss Brownstone? And your friend getting her ass beat every day by Ike, <laughs> by Ike Turner. Your friend dating a nigga that disrespects her. Your friend dating a nigga who got a whole bitch and kids with another motherfucker. You feel me? Your friend is a side bitch, okay? Your friend don't even know her self-worth. Your friend don't even know her value and you listening to her. Your friend just got a man just to say she got a motherfucking man, bitch. She can't even hold that nigga down if she ain't had no money or had something going on with herself. So what 
real value do your friend bring besides that coochie and that paycheck? Okay? But you worry about that friend telling you that your standards is too high. When she's settling for motherfucking pennies. Can't no bitch tell me shit. Period. Only friend that could come to me and tell me my standards are too high or come to me and say, Miss Brown, so you need to do this and do that is a bitch I want to be like. I don't listen to none of my friends. I love you all to death, bitch. If you're listening, hey, hello, I'm talking about you. I don't listen to none of my friends. I listen to married women who are married to a man that I see as value. I listen to married women who are married to a man I see as value. Not married women that's married to a motherfucking nigga who is resting in his femininity. Not married women who are married to a man that she takes care of, okay? I listen to married women who got boss-ass men, okay? Who rest in their masculinity, who is capable of making decisions, who she values, who she is submissive to, and who he puts first, period. That's the type of women I listen to. If you are not married to a man that I see value in, I don't care, okay? If you are a homegirl who is in a relationship but you are not married, if you are not in a relationship with a man who I be like, bitch, how you get that? He got a brother? Oh, what you doing? Where you meet him at? What I need to change? If I don't see your nigga as something I would want, bitch, then your opinion don't matter. It don't matter because at the end of the day, women got pussy. <laughs> you feel me? I know y'all like, wait, Miss Bronson, where you going with this? No, we got our goodies from birth, okay? We got that thing, thing, you know what I'm saying? And some men will kill, steal, and rob a lot of men for that thing, thing. They don't even care what's it attached to. The bitch could be ugly, but her body is bad. Y'all know a butter face, and he'll still hit it. So because women got that thing, thing, there's always going to be a woman with a man. That might not be her man. She might be sharing it. But I promise you, there's always going to be a woman that has a man around. There's always a nigga around. Unless she's a masculine ass, manly as I could do it myself as, bitch. There's always a nigga around, right? But the question is, is that man of high quality? And if he isn't, then your vote don't count, baby. Your vote don't count. When shit hit the fan over here when I'm dating, I don't call all my friends and say, Bitch, you think I was wrong? You think I should da 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 I don't call them bitches. <laughs> I might, I might, now I have one homegirl that we been to. We've been all day and all night. You get what I'm saying? I might vent to you. But I'm never going to ask you what you think I should do in my relationship. How should I, if, especially if I fucked up or I fucked up, how do I get my nigga back or how do I, I don't ask them bitches that shit. If I want advice on my relationship, on how I feel and what I should do, I'm going to call my Miami. Because my mammy's been married. My mammy is married to a not only a high-earning man, but a high-value man. My mammy got it going on. I'm going to go ask my mammy. I'm going to ask my mama how she do the goddamn thing. Blocker, blocker. Okay? That's what I'm going to ask. I'm not going to ask y'all bitches. So the bitches who ain't even, who men ain't even on my level or a caliber of men that I would date, I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. You can't tell me my standards are too high because yours is in the basement. So anything higher than the basement is going to be too high for you, bitch, because you can't rise to the equation. You accepting the bare minimum. What's the bare minimum, you may say? Expecting a man not to take me on a date if he cannot date is the bare minimum. Oh, it's in a basement. Expecting a man to not come to my house unless he can provide something in this motherfucking household and he shouldn't come to my house if he is empty-handed is the bare minimum, baby, okay? Expecting a man that when I'm down and out to put a smile on my face and to at least have, have value and to take some of the stress off of me is the bare minimum, baby, okay? And a lot of y'all bitches ain't even receiving the bare minimum, baby. You call your nigga and say, yo, I need help, and he tell you, I'm busy, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I can't be there. You know, that's, you, you settling. You, you a settling ass bitch. And, and, and bitches like that can't tell me my standards too high. Per. Let me take a sip of this motherfucking margarita. This margarita is busting today. Mm-hmm. Honey. We about to go on an hour. And I don't even be trying to go on an hour. 
I'm trying to leave the juicy hour episodes for the motherfucking exclusive content. Okay. Hello. And another thing while we at it. Okay. I want to touch on this exclusive content real quick. Because I had a girl slip and slide in my DMs. So, first thing first, if you don't follow me on Instagram, I feel bad for you. Because on my Instagram, I have a whole section dedicated to all my sissies. Where any collabs I do, I send it out. Any motherfucking books I do, I send it out. Anything new I'm doing, I send it out. YouTube, collabs, whatever. So, I sent out my exclusive content, right? I had a girl. She said, oh, I'm wondering, don't you get paid off the views on Spotify? You know, why do I have to pay to hear your episodes? Why do I have to pay to hear your podcast? So let me just make this very clear. Because it's a clear day, sunny morning. All right. Um, Medea, bitch. If y'all know who Medea is, get on y'all shit. Um, let me make this very clear to y'all. You can hear my podcast for free 99. Free. Free. I've been putting out motherfucking fire. Heat after heat. Bars after bars since 2019. You can hear anything from 2019 to now for free 99. But I'm going to tell y'all like Fat Joe told y'all, okay? Today's price is not yesterday's price, okay? Let me rewind that back for you because you didn't hear me clearly. Today's price is not yesterday's price, all right? So with that being said is I'm bigger, I'm bolder, I'm wiser, I'm that bitch. And being as though that is the case here, you're going to have to pay for some good shit. You're going to have to invest in yourself. You're going to have to understand that Miss Brownstone content, all 200 and plus episodes that I received for free, got me to a certain place. And I'm grateful for that. But if I want to be taken to the next level in my dating life, in my self-esteem, on my, on my self-love journey, on my femininity, on my motherfucking level up hypergamy journey. If I want to love me a little bit more, bitch, I need to invest in knowledge. Y'all ain't got no problem paying for college, okay? Y'all, y'all ain't got no problem paying for college. You ain't got no problem paying for a bitch teach you how to do your makeup, Okay? You ain't got no problem paying for those things. So invest in yourself because things that I'm teaching you on this exclusive content is things that you cannot buy in store. And quite frankly, the things that I'm dropping, the gems that I'm dropping in this exclusive content will run you a pretty penny. Do you know how much feminine coach, femininity coach costs you? About 200 and up. Do you know how much a therapist will cost you to just touch on certain topics of your life, whether it's dating or the lack of you and your overall masculine energy or the fact that you're overly independent or just giving you a chance to vent because some people just have you sit on their couch and just vent because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. It's going to cost you about a hundred and something dollars up. But over here, it doesn't cost you that much. It costs less than Zeus. And Zeus feeds y'all brains bullshit, beating each other down and promoting domestic violence. Invest in yourself. Love on yourself. Support yourself. Because if you don't do it, who else will? My child, my dear child, my beloved, my cherry. Who's going to do it for you? Who? I told y'all this year I turned into an owl. Because sometimes y'all be asking me shit. I be like, who? 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 Because y'all bitches be wildin'. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right now. So, I'm wrapping this up. I'm wrapping this up. I'm wrapping it on up. We about to get into some shit this year. Because I didn't come to play. I didn't quit my job <laughs> to play with y'all. I did not quit my job to play with y'all. I, I, did, I, did, I did not do it, okay? Now... I want y'all to put the work in, in your relationships. As much work as y'all put into y'all social status, into y'all, into y'all success, into y'all job, I want y'all to put that work into your love life. Because we are humans, and we drive off relationships and interactions with other humans. You learn more about yourself 
to be in relationships with other people. I want y'all to put that work in. That means one, investing in yourself. That means freestyling. That means understanding that you are not settling. That means their standards are not too high. That means knowing what the fuck you want and what the fuck you ain't gonna deal with. Yes, bitch, boundaries. And that means listening to she knows. I want y'all to take y'all day and life into your own hands and take your love life serious, okay? And I want you to love on you a little bit more. Just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. Because a lot of y'all is fucking up. And I'm wrapping this up, all right? So, <laughs> what that song say? Can a boy make me drop my standards? <laughs> all right? Play that shit. <laughs> Face pretty pussy fat. You have to done mad, all right? So, yeah. I love y'all. And um, as always, keep it clash it. I look forward to seeing you guys next time. If y'all love this episode, make sure you drop it in the motherfucking comments, all right? It's going to say, what you think about this episode? Put your motherfucking thoughts in the comments. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Ugh. Just lay with it. Spend all day with it. Ugh. <laughs> I love me some New York bitches. They rough as fuck, but I love them motherfuckers. But yeah, drop your thoughts in the comments. Answer all the polls. DM me. Investing in yourself, love on yourself, treat yourself. In the words of Foxy Brown, can't nobody fuck you better than you, period. So <laughs> make yourself a priority. As always, keep it clashing, and I'll look forward to you guys next time. Mm-hmm.